Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business, and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and, more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five- and six-figure launches, tripled their income, and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. Today, we are chatting about the three things that you must know about your ideal client when you are building or scaling your business. There are a whole lot of misconceptions on this subject. There is the belief that your ideal client really needs to fit a specific type of demographic uh, or live in a certain type of place or be of a certain age. And, you know, it's simply not true that if we look at demographics alone or we build an ideal client profile based off demographics, that we're going to have the kind of information that we actually need to be able to build our businesses. So I'm going to take you through the three things that you really need to know intimately about your ideal client if you plan to be able to create products and services and offerings that support them. And this is especially true in the online world when we're serving people globally. You know, these demographics are often so much less important because we're not always dealing with one specific subset of a community. So for example, if you run a local business, say you run a local yoga studio, you're far more likely to really understand the culture and the energy of that particular community that you're creating your yoga studio at, your shop front at. Whereas when we're working globally, for many of you listening, I know you have global businesses with clients all over the world. It becomes less true that our clients are all part of a one particular community or, you know, represent one particular category of of humans. And so these demographics really, really become less important. So I want to share with you the three things that you must know. Now, the first of which is you need to know their biggest challenges that you can solve Keywords here being that you can solve. So as you've heard me go on and on about a million times, if you're a regular listener, your business needs to be built so that it solves a problem for your ideal client. So that means really understanding what that problem is, what it looks like, what it feels like for your ideal client. Some questions that you can ask yourself around this are, What are my ideal client's biggest challenges right now? So starting really broadly and asking that question of what are my ideal client's biggest challenges right now? 
And then a second question there is which of those problems or challenges can I help solve? Now, this, of course, helps you immensely with your marketing because when you know their problems or their challenges, this is also often referred to as your client's pain points, you're able to then use language that speaks to the solutions and the transformation that you are going to support them with, that you're going to take them through. So as an example from my own business, my ideal clients come to me because their challenges are that they aren't able to make money in their business or make more money in their business. They don't know how to build or scale their businesses. And so I support them to do that. And the solution is that I help them create businesses that are sustainable, soul-led and profitable. Let's say that you are a copywriter. So your ideal client's problem might be that they have absolutely no idea how to write about their services or their products in a way that makes them sound truly desirable. The solution that you would provide for them as the copywriter is that you create clear, concise, authentic copy that draws in their ideal client. Now, the challenge that they're going through needs to be something that is worth doing something about. And this is where I see a lot of people get tripped up, especially those of you that are working in more of the consumer spaces. So for example, if you're someone who's a life coach or a self-love coach or a spirituality coach, someone who's working business to consumer rather than business to business. So with those examples that I just gave, it's not enough to promote, say, self-love or self-care or worth, for example, if we're speaking to, you know, how your ideal client might need a little bit more of that in their life to make it better. Because there's nothing about that that creates urgency or that immediacy around, we need to fix this problem now. So our role as business owners, as marketers, which we all are if we're business owners, is that we really need to speak to why this is a challenge that is worth doing something about now. So for example, are the challenges, the real challenges that they're putting themselves last and they're burnt out because of it? Are they people pleasing and feeling like they aren't actually living lives that they truly want to live each day? So the key here is articulating what the challenge is, the challenge that's worth doing something about and worth taking action on. The challenge that is big enough for them to go, I'm booking in a call with that person because I know that I need to do something about this. They are in my head and they've highlighted exactly how big this is and that I need to do something about it. Now, the second thing that we need to know about our ideal client is where they spend their time and how they consume information. So we might know our ideal client really well, but do we know where they're consuming information? And as you begin your marketing activities, you really want to show up 
where your ideal clients are. That's one of the most important parts of marketing is putting yourself in the way of your ideal clients so that they come across you once, twice, multiple times. And so, of course, with that in mind, it's essential that we know where our ideal client is hanging out and where they're consuming information. So, for example, do you serve corporates who aren't really supposed to be on Facebook or Instagram when they're in their corporate job? So they consume through LinkedIn throughout the day. Do you serve women who are spending loads of time scrolling Instagram? So asking yourself those questions, and if you don't know the answer to those, of course, connecting with your ideal clients and finding out that information from them. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in just a moment. So in addition to where they're consuming, the third thing that we need to know about them is what content they're consuming most. So for example, do they love long form content? short form, reels, Instagram stories, Facebook groups. Now, if you have a community already, so say you already have Instagram or Facebook, you can check your insights tools to investigate this information and find some of this data. So on Instagram, you might go into your insights tool and see that your top three posts all have long captions. So it's like, great. Okay. With that information, I know that my ideal clients are loving longer form captions. And so you know to do more of those. If you don't already have a community, it may be a case of doing some market research to find out that information, which means having conversations with your ideal client being in front of them, taking them out for coffee. Something that I did, and I know I've mentioned it on the potty before, is that when I first started, I took out multiple women, ideal clients for coffee dates to have a chat with them to find out a little bit more about these exact things. What are their biggest challenges? Where are they consuming content? What type of content are they consuming? And in doing so, I was able to get so much information that supported me to then build my business based on that. So a really practical thing I did there was I took them out for those coffee dates and then in exchange offered them a 30 minute coaching session. And I was very clear that in that 30 minutes, we of course weren't able to deep dive into something. It was more that we would chat to something that was on their mind then and there where I could provide them with a next step or ask them specific questions that would create solutions in their mind or look at things in different ways. And oftentimes when I would do that, that would actually lead into me offering them a coaching series. This is a strategy that I use a lot with my clients where free calls really do lead to a greater opportunity to work with clients longer term. And I think that we can often overlook those free calls because we want to get paid for the work that we do uh, as soon as possible, which I completely understand. However, the value of those free calls often makes things so much more effective and you end up getting paid for the work that you want to do much faster if you're willing to provide your services for free. So a bonus tip here, a bonus recommendation when it comes to understanding your ideal client. I know I said that there were three things, but I really wanted to share this bonus recommendation. And that is that 
it is not enough to conjure your ideal client in your mind or, you know, imagine what they're doing or where they're consuming. It's not enough to picture them. They need to be real. You need to know examples of these people in your life, on social media, people that you know truly exist so that you can talk to them, get to know them, deeply understand them, be in their brain. I often joke that you want to know your ideal client with the same level of intimacy that you know your partner or a family member or your best friend. You want to know them that well, because if you don't know this information, you need to ask them. You need to be able to have those conversations so that you can truly get to know them on that deeper level because only then will you be able to create messaging and marketing that truly serves and supports them. So just to quickly recap, the three things you must know about your ideal client. The first is their biggest challenges that you can solve. The second is where they spend their time and how they consume information. And the third is what type of information they're consuming. Long form, short form, videos, written, audio, what type of information they are consuming. I hope that you've loved this episode and that it's given you a whole lot to think about, but also really practical tips that you can implement immediately into your business. If you have loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would jump on over to Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star review so that we can get this podcast into the ears of as many incredible coaches, creatives, and consultants who are running soul-led businesses so that they can serve and support more people in their own communities and worlds. Thank you so much for being here. Have a magical day and I'll be back with you soon.